Hey, everybody. We have a super special episode today because I don't do a lot of interviews, but today I'm really excited to interview Heather Anderson. Uh, She's known on Instagram and through her business as Healthy with Hap, and she is a trainer and a nutrition coach, and she's here to chat with me about proactive health and wellness, some of our favorite topics. So thanks for joining me. So excited to be here. I feel like this has been a long time coming. We've been talking about this for a while. Yes, definitely yeah. have. Um, when you texted me the day, I was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> yes, I'm there and definitely a little nervous, but yeah. I'm like, it'll we'll be good. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we have had a lot of conversations, but there's not usually like a microphone in our right. face while we do it. I mean, I'm like really making out this way. I know. That's what I said. I'm like, you got to get close. Like you're on it. Okay. Um, no, this will be super fun. So um, you are new to some of these listeners. So go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit. Tell them what you do. Okay. So hello, everyone. <laughs> so my name is Heather um, on Instagram, healthy with half. That's kind of like stuff said my business name. Um, so I am a personal trainer and a nutrition coach. Um, yeah, I, I work with clients, mostly women, um, all sorts of different ages. I feel like I like to work with more people who are a little busier in their life because I resonate with that more. Mm-hmm. I'm a twin mom. Mm-hmm. So I have my hands full with that. Yeah. So I, def- I like to work with people to help um, just them on their health journeys, mm-hmm. like how they can make their life better in a healthier way. Mm -hmm. Um, but also like living your life. Um, that's really important to me is how do you have your health goals, hit your health goals, live healthy, but still enjoy life. Like Mm -hmm. you can eat the pizza, you can have the drink, you can do all the fun things and still be healthy and hit goals that you want to hit. So I, I think that's really inspiring and encouraging for women though, too, to feel like you are busy. And you are a mom and you yes. do have your hands full, yeah. right? But you're still showing that even in your own life, that taking care of your health is a priority still. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Um, I also think for like, as the mom aspect, like it's so important to me. Like it was a huge mind shift for me when I had my kids to be like, I want to teach them and show them like they can be healthy and they can live healthy and how mm-hmm. to do that. And it's like my, my twins are two years old right mm-hmm. now, but you still, they learn so much at that age. So mm-hmm. I practice healthy habits when I'm now, and it's definitely, sometimes I feel like I'm like to the extreme, but then I'm like, okay, eat the Doritos. It's okay. You can mm-hmm. have a Dorito. Like yeah. I'm trying to teach them that, you know, as, as they grow up. So yeah. it's really important for me as a mom to portray that across. And I see on Instagram, the stuff that your kids eat, like they eat such a wide variety of foods and healthy foods. And often they're eating what you're eating, which is really impressive. I think for those listeners that are feeling like, you know, their kids are particular, they have different, you know, cook different Mm -hmm. food for kids and different foods for themselves. But I think you've just been modeling and demonstrating that since they were born, right? That's all they know. (laughs) Yeah. So I did baby led weaning. Mm -hmm. Um, It's instead of doing baby food, it's where you start off with real solid food right away. Mm -hmm. So it was like um, avocados, sweet potatoes, bananas, just like soft foods, but it was like whole food. So like you didn't mash it up or anything. Um, I kind of started off that way because it's just the healthier way to eat it. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously like baby food, the best way to eat, you know, if you're trying to watch your ingredients and Mm -hmm. stuff in it, you make it yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, that was, I was like, I just want to start them off eating them whole food. Um, so it kind of like stuck with them up till now they, I mean, my daughter's way more pickier. Like I'll mm-hmm. give her things and she'll scrunch her nose up and 
But I notice like I will consistently give it. So like if I give them something mm-hmm. and they don't like it, I will just keep giving it to them mm-hmm. and giving it to them and give it to them. And like I remember the one day my daughter, she hated spinach and I, I put spinach in like everything. Mm-hmm. And, and my son will eat anything and she would not eat it, would not eat it, not eat it. Like I literally felt like it was like months. And then I remember the one day she just started eating it and I'm like, it worked. It worked. Like <laughs> I just kept showing it to them and, it, and I don't force it, you know, mm-hmm. I just like put it in front of them. I will eat it. And I know like a lot of times when I eat it, then they're like, well, I want to eat it off your plate. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, mommy's eating it. You can eat the same thing off my, you know, yeah. different things like that. So it's just like, I don't force anything. I give it to them. Mm-hmm. They don't want to eat it. They don't have to eat it. Mm-hmm. I'm also not like, like I was saying earlier, like if, you know, someone or even me, like if I'm like, eat the cookie, you can mm-hmm. have the cookie, you can have a Dorito, you can have a juice box. Like right. you can have those quote unquote things that are labeled bad, mm-hmm. but it's a, all about moderation and balance and mm-hmm. like teaching them like, yeah, you can have a piece of chocolate, but we're going to eat that piece of chocolate like with our dinner. Like mm-hmm. I try to do things like that too, is like teaching them like you not like eat your dinner and then you can have the chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, yeah, we've talked balance. a lot about that on this show. So I think if people have been listening for a while, they're familiar kind of like our culture and society has put foods like those, like the cookies and the yes. chocolate and whatever on some sort of special pedestal that we're supposed to earn by eating nutritious food first or something. Yes. Right. And so what it, it does psychologically is make that like the forbidden fruit. Like yes. everybody wants it if you think you can't have it. Right. right. So when you kind of, I think you, what you're doing is kind of neutralizing those foods, right? They're just a food in the spectrum of food. And sometimes we eat stuff that is more nutritious for us. And sometimes we eat stuff that's less nutritious for us. It's all just food. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's hard. um, If there's any moms listening Mm -hmm. when, if you have, so like for me, like I've just always practiced this Mm -hmm. from the beginning, but I feel like if you're like a mom and like my kid won't eat any of that, like they'll only eat this and that, you know, whatever. I think obviously the age is, depends on like the kind of age but like if you have like a toddler who you feel like is a picky toddler and you want to maybe try to get more healthy food in their life just continuously offering it to them Mm -hmm. and showing them and eating it yourself I think it's funny like my husband's definitely more of a picky eater (laughs) and well I'll make things and Jake will be like "Mm, yummy and he'll like I'm like you have to take a bite now like show them (laughs) that you like we're all doing this we're all in this together Oh, the modeling is so important, yes. right? And leading by example. Yes. Has this always been what your lifestyle is like or has your wellness journey kind of changed over the years? Um, so yeah, so my wellness journey, I guess I'll just talk about like where it started yeah. then. Um so for my personal wellness of like my health and where like I'm at, I I grew up like playing three sports. I could literally eat like anything I wanted. Mm-hmm. I was naturally like had an athletic build and I graduated high school and I went to college and I drank a lot. Mm-hmm. I ate a lot that came with it. I wasn't playing sports like I was. So I started gaining weight. Um, I also started to like not feel comfortable in my skin. Like I would get really, really bad acid reflux mm-hmm. and heartburn and like I just wasn't comfortable um, so I remember my freshman year of college, I started to make a switch. I started doing self-research, like mm-hmm. looking up exercises and different things like that. Um, I ended up losing over 20 pounds over probably like two years mm-hmm. just from being like consistent and having that like mindset of like, I'm going to work out, but I'm also like, I'm, I was in college. I mean, I still went to the parties you yeah. know, and stuff like that. And 
Um, so I remember I hit this point and I felt so good. I had the, all these great healthy habits and I was, I was feeling good. I felt like it looked really good, you know, stuff like that. And then it like slowly fell off and I slowly started being like, oh, I don't want to work out today. Like my, the season of my life changed, you know, we always, our life is always changing. And that's something that like I struggled with is like keeping habits in place when my life would change. So I started gaining weight back again and I started going down like that same path where I was like, I gained weight again and I just like wasn't comfortable in my skin. And it, then it became like, a, okay, I have to like lose weight. Mm-hmm. And my mindset was like not in a good place either. I was like, I was doing it more for like, I want to look a certain way too. And so then I would like lose a little weight, then I would gain it back. It was definitely like the ups and downs. I would try the different mm-hmm. diets, try the different things, try mm-hmm. the extremes. And it was just never like healthy. And pretty much I feel like up until like a couple years before I had my kids, well, in college, I learned a lot. Um from going for like my degree and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I learned things through that way. And that kind of like helps me get what my mindset better. Um, so I, we talked about this yeah. a little bit. It was interesting. Um, so my degree is in pharmaceutical research and I have a minor in nutrition. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's like all, I was thinking, I don't know if this edit out or whatever, but <laughs> when I was driving here, I'm like, when I was reading, thinking of the questions, I'm like, they're I'm trying to say them out loud and practice and things. I'm like, these the, just so many tangents, mm-hmm. like with, how like I got to where I am today, but also with health things, like there's just so many tangents and like for, you know, people like everyone is so different. We all have like our life story. We all have where we got to where today. And I think it's just like figuring out like what your path is on and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So like with me, with my health journey, like I had my personal health journey, but also like I was pursuing, I, so my degree, when I first started going for my degree, it was because I wanted to research natural drugs. Mm-hmm. I watched this documentary mm-hmm. in my senior year of high school. It was, I think it was called, um, I can't remember the name. It was about Gerson therapy. And mm-hmm. I remember watching this documentary. It was my senior year and I was like mind blown. Mm-hmm. I was like, why is this not talked about? Like, why is this not a thing that everyone's mm-hmm. talking about? Like, why do we not know, like, like how to utilize plant compounds yes. and how to utilize herbs and right. And right. Oil. Like right. why are we, why is the pharmaceutical like field so big? And like you see all like through this documentary and, you know, I did a lot of research after mm-hmm. you see all these people who have gone the natural way and healthier way and they like reversed their diseases. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, why is this not talked about more? Mm-hmm. And so I remember then I was like, I'm going to go to school for natural drug research mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I was like, I'm going to go to school for natural drug research. That kind of like propelled me in that way. So I didn't really have a lot of guidance back then. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go and I'm going to like go into like the pharmaceutical field. And when I'm in the pharmaceutical field, I'm going to research how to make Mm -hmm. the drugs more natural Knowing now that was not the way I should have gone, but. But I think that's a, that's an understandable thing to think when you're 17 or 18 right. and, you know, thinking about the good that you want to do and the changes you want to make. It seems like yes. an appropriate avenue. I think you said a couple of things there that are worth repeating. Um, one is the way that our, um, our paths kind of go in different directions sometimes, yes. right? And for a lot of people listening right now, you can probably relate to that. You can probably think where I am now is not necessarily where I thought I would be. Yes. It's not necessarily what I thought I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, 400 things happened yep. to make me be this person that I am yes. today, right? And so retelling your life story is really yeah. difficult because so many experiences shape and influence us. 
And the other thing you said was um, about how habits change or can be difficult to stick to Mm -hmm. in different seasons of life. Yes. Right? What worked in high school doesn't work anymore for any of us, if you're listening. What worked in high school does not work for any of us, right? It doesn't. And what worked in college isn't the same. And maybe even what worked... um, what worked for you pre-COVID may not work mm-hmm. now. Yes. What worked for you in a different home, in a different town, in a different job before, before you were kids, a mom, yeah. right? <laughs> exactly. Like our our life changes, the seasons change, and just like um, here in Western New York, when the seasons change, so does the weather yeah. and the plants and the feelings and the daylight, yes. right? And I think it's okay to recognize that just because your life seasons are changing. That means your habits might change and they may adjust as you go. They should adjust as you go because you're not the same person through all this. Yeah. That was definitely a big learning curve for me, Mm -hmm. um, like in college and even probably up till a couple years ago, like I noticed like when my life would change and Mm -hmm. in the moment I wasn't like, my life is changing right now. You know, Mm -hmm. it would just be happening and I... I would struggle because I, that's when I would notice my habits would start changing in different ways. And I feel like once I got a hold on that and realized, okay, it's okay that things are changing. I can still have healthy habits. Like they might look a little different than how I was implementing them Mm -hmm. um, a year ago or a couple months ago or whatever, but that's okay. Like I can still bring these healthy things, these healthy habits. I can still reach my health goals. I can still have like whole health you know, within me and have it look a little different. Yep. Absolutely. So what would you say are personal wellness routines or practices that you have in life now, like in this season of your life? So some personal wellness things that are important to me right now. Um, I feel like I've been really focusing on my mental health a lot lately. So I'm definitely seeing how important that is for me. Um, me personally, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to this if you are not in a good mindset, it's really hard to hit whatever health goal you're trying to get, whether you're trying to lose weight or gain weight or just feel healthier. Like you have to have your mindset be on there with you. So for me, um, I go to therapy regularly. Mm -hmm. Therapy has helped me so much. Um, It's a place for me to kind of have like an outlet Mm -hmm. that I can talk to about good and bad things. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely a talker. That's how I get my things out. So therapy has been really great for me. Um, I meditate a lot now that I feel like I'm more of like a high energy, like all over the place type person. So meditating has been such a huge saver for me. I don't do it every day, but I definitely do it at least like four or five times a week. Mm -hmm. And I meditated before I got here. I was a little nervous. I'm like, I'm going to calm myself down. It helps me so Mm -hmm. much. Um, And journaling. I have been journaling a lot. I was actually just looking at my journaling book yesterday and I'm like, I'm almost done with the book that I bought. And I'm like, I cannot believe I've journaled this much in the past couple months. Mm-hmm. And I have pulled out so much that I've been, I was like going through it in journaling. And I was like, I never would have realized that unless I put it on paper or like got it out and like tracked it down. So those are some things that like I've been really trying to keep in my life mm-hmm. and keep in my habits and routines because I've noticed a huge shift like in my mindset. And then I notice it with everything else in my life too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And can I say how happy I am that that was your answer? Because I know I get, you probably get this all the time too, is people assume when you say I'm in fitness and nutrition, that the things you say you work on in your personal wellness are going to be, I work out every day. I eat healthy foods. Sure. Exercise and nutrition are important. 
But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what you're working on on right. a daily basis, yes. right? And it is, like you're saying, so much easier if you're in a good headspace to say, yeah, I can go work out now. Yes. Right? Yep. You don't just wake up. None of us wake up motivated, let me tell you. Nobody yep. wakes up and is like, I feel amazing. I can do everything I want every day of the week. Like right. nobody no. feels like that. We have our days. You know? yeah. We're like, yes. What? Right. Like you feel more inspired than at sometimes than yes. others. But like this stuff takes work. Yes. And I think that that's a misconception is that people who are fitness minded always love to exercise. Yes. Or that people who are nutrition minded always like to eat healthy food. No, neither of those things are true. No, no. Right. It takes so much work. Yes. It's about the balance. Mm-hmm. And when I think of like health and nutrition and fitness, like when I think of just being healthy in general, it's mm-hmm. everything. And, you know, like we were saying, people are different. Like you're going to have those people who are like training for, you know, some competition or whatever. And they're like super focused on hitting their macros and different things like that. And that's great for them. You know, that's their season right now. But when I think of like myself and if you like, if people want to work with me or if like I have to like, you know, help people out, I'm like, let's, we're doing the whole thing. Like we're focusing on Mm -hmm. everything because it's so, so important, Mm -hmm. especially going through it. Like, um, I had like a mental breakdown like over a year ago where I hit like a rock bottom Mm -hmm. and it, I had this like awakening Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I need to get my mind right and get in this right mindset and doing these things when I was saying journaling, meditating, Mm -hmm. praying, Mm -hmm. praying out loud, Mm -hmm. like taking that time to just be more spiritually connected and grounding. It's like life changing to me, literally changed my life. All those things beautiful. Like it's, I'm so glad that we're talking about this. Um, so a lot of the things we're talking about, or you're you're talking about right now are kind of, um, dare I say proactive approaches to your health. Yeah. Right. So lots of times, um, I know when I'm working with nutrition clients, lots of times people come to me as a reaction to something. Hmm. They got bad news from their doctor or they, feel really lousy about mm-hmm. themselves, right? They're reacting and looking for change, which is awesome. If if information you're getting about the way you feel or about your health is causing you to make a change, like that's amazing, yes. like good for you, yes. right? But it is also really powerful to work with people on a regular basis or to see people working on themselves without anything being wrong. Yes. Just because they're doing some proactive work or yes, some preventative yeah. work, yeah. right? And I think kind of what you're saying too about the pharmaceutical stuff is a lot of our health culture, especially in this country, but really in in a lot of the Western world, right? A lot of our health culture is reactive. Yes. Pharm- pharmaceutical is reactive, mm-hmm. right? I don't have to take prescription medication right now as a as a preventative measure, right? right? You yeah. take it as a response to something. And if we can give more of our time and our attention to being proactive about our health, oh my gosh, maybe we'll avoid all of those things yes. later on, yes. which pharmaceutical com- companies are not going to yeah. love, but you know, it's not about them. Right. <laughs> so um, when it comes to like being proactive about our health, when we're looking to, if people listening are thinking like, yeah, I do want to step up my healthy habits. Mm-hmm. I do want to be more proactive. What's kind of like a starting point for you? Like when you work with clients or just in your thoughts, like where, if people come to you and say, I want to be healthier, where would you like start them? So I always say, um, when I'm starting off with anyone is like, why, why do you want to start? And where do you see yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, 
you can say, yeah, I want to be healthier, but you're not going to put that want to be healthier into action unless you can like really like sit back and like sit in that moment and think like, okay, I want to be healthier because of this, this and that. Like I want to be healthier for myself to live long, to teach my kid, you know, all mm-hmm. the, whatever your thing might be. Um, so I always say, why do you want to be healthier? Where do you see yourself in a year, two years, mm-hmm. five years from now? And really think about where you're seeing yourself. Like what, where are you living? What are you even driving? What kind of job do you have? What, who's at your table? Who's sitting at your table? Mm-hmm. Who's in your life? Like really thinking about how you want to be living your life mm-hmm. within the next couple of years. Because as soon as you can envision yourself in that moment, I think that's when you can step back and be like, okay, I know why and where I want to be now. How do I, how do I get there and start mm-hmm. showing up that way? Yeah. So I think having first having like that clear goal in mind and like seeing your future self mm-hmm. is really important. Like I always tell people, hand write it down. Like take out a piece of paper, write it down. Where do you see yourself in five years? What do your morning routines like? What do, what are you eating? How do you go out to you know mm-hmm. every single detail you can possibly think of is writing it down. Um, and then once you get that down, I think then I always say like, start showing up as that person in small steps. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, for me, one of my things was when I thought of myself, I'm, I think of like my space, right. And my bedroom. So like, I was never like a bed maker and now I'm like, I make my bed every day because that makes me feel more peaceful when I walk in there Mm -hmm. helps like you know, make me feel calmer. And that when I think of my future self, like the bed is always made, like, because yes. it's a calming space and, mm-hmm. you know, just little things like that. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to do X, Y, and Z every single time. Mm-hmm. It's being aware. Uh, I love the way that you talk about this. I do a similar exercise with new clients yeah. where we, we stop and look down the road, right? Because we've got to know where we're headed. We're not just blindly wandering in the desert here, right? Like we've got a goal. We have an objective. We have a version of ourselves that we would like to show up as. And we have to know what that version is Mm -hmm. in order to start putting plans in place to get there. Um, I had a a client come to me and say, well, I've been, um, I've been starting to think that I want to be, I want to be healthier. So I would say, what does healthy me do? Mm -hmm. Well, a healthy me eats breakfast. Right. Right. Okay. So healthy me's got to eat breakfast. What does healthy me eat for breakfast? Right. That makes a difference, right? Yeah. The way we think about this, people think, well, I want to be um, strong. I want right. to be strong. Okay, cool. What does strong you do? Right. Yes. Does strong you um, sleep in bed and, and skip your workout? Maybe if you're exhausted, right. I, maybe your strong you needs rest. Maybe, but maybe strong you says, I have to get up and and push myself and work my muscles, right? Or maybe strong you says, instead of sitting on the couch for this 30 minutes, I'm going to take a quick walk around the block where I'm going to get energy. I'm going to move my body. I'm going to collect sunlight. Like strong me does that. Yes. It's it's more of like the feeling. Mm -hmm. And because that's the thing too, when I tell clients this, they're like, well, I don't even know where I'm going to be in a year from now. Like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, you got to it's obviously if you have the vision of like where you want to live and stuff, but you got to pull back. It's like the feeling around it. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling mm-hmm. and all that? And like, that's kind of what you were mm-hmm. saying. Hit the nail on the head is yeah. like, you want to be strong. Like what's going to make you, how do you feel when you're strong? Things like that. Mm-hmm. And people often approach it from the other way, right? They don't have that necessarily end goal in sight, but they say, well, in order to work on my health, I'm going to follow this meal plan. Yes. 
Okay, well, I know, I saw a look on your face. We've talked about this before, right? And it's not that meal plans are intrinsically bad. They're, they can be great if it's helping you to have a plan for the way that you eat. But that plan's got to be intentional, intentionally working toward whatever it is that you are trying to become or show up as, yes. right? Do you do meal plans with your clients? I do not do meal plans. Mm-hmm. I don't either. <laughs> Yeah, People no. don't love that, yeah. but it's here. There's two of us sitting here saying it's not really the most effective way to approach your nutrition. Basically for that reason, right? Is that then we're diving in at an action step without understanding what the intentionality of that plan is and without building skills or habits that are going to like get us to that point later. Right. Um, how, when I think of it like that, when people want me to put a meal plan together, I look at it like you hired me for a reason. Like I'm just your tool. Like I can help you in the best way that I know how. But if you're not going to meet me halfway and do the things that I'm trying to help you with, then how are you going to learn? So if I sit here and write out your meal plan, like you're not really, I mean, you might take away some things from it, but you're not going to really learn what works best. And too, like we might do a meal plan out. I know I've done it before in the past when I was in my yo-yoing, you know, I'd be like, I'm going to follow this meal plan. And I'm like, I don't want to eat it like this. But they told me I had to. Like, if I want to, like, lose this weight or look this way, I have to eat like this. And then then you're just, like, eating and you're almost like, I don't want to be eating this, you know. And then you're, like, around food, having these negative thoughts. And it's, like, not – it's not a good place. Yeah, I don't look at nutrition as, like, the thing you have to do. Right. It's what makes your body feel good, what honors when you're hungry, what makes you feel energetic, what agrees with you. And the thing about meal plans too is it's a very specific science to calculate that for someone else. And so who am I to say, this is exactly the quantity that you should eat, no more, no less, right? And people get like married to that meal plan idea. I'd much rather sit down with a client and say, okay, if your goal is to feel healthier and more energetic, Let's prioritize foods that give you a lot of energy. Which ones do you like? Okay, can we find some recipes that would go with that? Cool, try that out and see how you feel. And we'll, you know, kind of put together a plan over time that maybe the plan works out to be, these are four breakfasts that I love and I'm going to rotate through. This is the way that I put lunches together that feels good to me. This is a collection of recipes that, um, I know are nutritious that my family likes and we're going to, you know, build a bank of those. And so you can walk away instead of walking away and saying like, well, I followed my four week plan. I better be healthy now. You can walk away and say, I have the tools that I need to eat in a nutritious way for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, I do have different plans that I work with people. And one of them is I do have people track in the beginning, so I'm not like too crazy about tracking. Um, but I do think that if you are at a place where you're like, I eat really healthy and I do all the things and I'm like gaining weight or I'm not losing weight or I'm not hitting my goals. Um, sometimes I'll work with people. And I'm like, all right, let's just like track your food for a week or two. Let's just see what you're doing. Like, don't even don't worry about it. Like, just track it, write it down. So we can kind of have a base like, oh, like I, di- I didn't even, it's like a mindful game too. Like people are like, wow, I didn't even realize that I was doing this mm-hmm. or because it's hard too when people come to you and you're like, they're like, oh, like I eat really healthy. And I'm like, well, what do you eat? And they're like, well, I have oatmeal for this and that, you know, whatever. And they're telling you your, their meal and how they eat. And they're, you know, they, once they start tracking, they're like, oh, well, I didn't realize that I do this too. And I yes. do that. And that's why I'm like, okay, so let's 
So like, me, you have data, right? Yep. Like, you have something to work on. So I'm like, okay, so every day at this time you've been eating like this. Like, why are you doing this? Like, let's pull back. And so then we kind of make a plan going forward from there too. Like, like let's take the tracking out. Now we know you're struggling around this time. You eat for these things. Like, we can do it, you know, making a plan to go that way. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like having the the data and like the the, yeah. the see it and like the science behind it. Yeah, so. and understanding like like you said, like being very mindful and very um, realistic about what our own habits are actually like. Yeah. That's a huge starting point. That's like a big takeaway I give to anybody listening to this. If you don't understand why you aren't meeting the goals the way you want to, or why things you know aren't aren't um, why you're not feeling as good as you'd like to, you have to start looking at what you are actually doing. Just keeping like the notepad next to you and jotting down the times I ate and what I ate and maybe how I felt before or after eating it. Then you can look back at your own patterns and then, you know, coaches like us can look back at your patterns and offer advice based off what you're actually doing, not based off of here's a four week meal plan I start everybody right. with. And when you said um, writing down how you're feeling, that's huge too. That's why I tell people like keep your mood, track your mood with your food. You know, mm-hmm. I feel really energetic after I eat this, or it's on the day, and you're like, I'm starving. Like write down those feelings because that is your. I think people like forget to know like your body is always like trying to be in like the best, healthiest place that it can be. Right. Mm-hmm. So like if you're constantly having these cravings or hungry or feeling like, what is your body telling you? Mm -hmm. But it's really hard because like, if you're not being conscious and mindful of it, you're like, Oh, I'm hungry. I just got to eat. But like, maybe you're hungry because you didn't eat the whole entire day or you skipped this or, you know, Mm -hmm. different things like that. And I feel like as soon as kind of like back to when I was talking about journaling, like once you start writing things down, you, that's when you realize like, wow, I never realized that or, you know, stuff like that. So. Mm -hmm. Yep. Seeing it on paper is really powerful. Seeing any of it on paper is really powerful. And I think it's important to note too, real quick. We, you and I've talked about this in the past that, um, women's bodies don't require the same things every day of the month. Yes. During different phases of the month, your body's going to ask for different things, different kinds of exercise, different kinds of rest, different amounts of food, different amounts of water, you know, and we as women have to start tuning into that so we know how to respond. 100%. And try not to go like too down a tangent with this, but that's we might have to schedule another conversation (laughs) for this topic if people are interested. Yeah. um, Like I think of like, um, especially like women like our age and even younger, like in high school, like birth control and medications that we have to go on because we are not healthy or something's wrong. And our doctor's like, oh, take this pill, go on this. And then right there, like if you're on a certain medication too, you might not realize that that's throwing off like your hunger cues and your mood and all the things. And you might be thinking like, oh, I'm not hungry or I'm super hungry. And it might just be like a misinterpreted, you know, signal or something. Mm-hmm. Again, that's a whole nother thing we can talk about another day, but I think it's like, it's definitely a piece of it. And oh, yeah. if, if you can be like, okay, so like, I always tell my clients if they're on certain medications, I'm not a doctor, so I don't like, you know, right. same thing, but I'm like, all right, talk with your doctor. Mm-hmm. Get, you know how they give the paper that says this is the side effects and all that. Look at Read it. That. Like there yes. might be a side effect on there that says makes you really hungry or mm-hmm. makes you not hungry or make, you know, different mm-hmm. things. And just kind of like being, doing your own research on your own medication. Because mm-hmm. if you're on a pharmaceutical drug, I'm going to guarantee that there is a pamphlet, a long pamphlet out there yeah. that's going to talk about it. And I think like if you have to be on something, looking it up and just knowing like how you can 
learn to like learn how that's affecting your body in different ways too. Yep. To still try to be as healthy as you can while on that medication. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think we should talk more about this another time between um, the way that women's health in particular affects the way that we treat our exercise and nutrition, but then also the way that we respond to medications. There's just so much to unpack here, you guys. Um, well, definitely we will have to bring Heather back. Is there anything, Heather, you were hoping to say or talk about that we didn't get a chance to talk about? I guess I'll just say if, okay, so obviously if you're listening to this, you're yeah. here for a reason, you know, you're on a health journey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's life guys. Like take it as it is. Do not beat yourself up. If you are like, I'm starting my health journey. You start off strong, you get a day or two in, and then all of a sudden you fall off the bandwagon and you eat Burger King and McDonald's and you binge all of, you know, it's fine. Like you're the, the tomorrow's a new day and just start over. Like I have been there like Mm -hmm. multiple times. And I feel like as long as you're consistently being conscious and knowing of the direction you want to go into and trying to put in healthier habits into your life. When you have those times where you fall off in the beginning, or I don't even know if I want to say fall off, but like, just feel like you fall off, yes. you know? Cause mm-hmm. I feel like in the beginning of the health journey, that's like the feelings that come around it. You'll start being like, okay, that's, I'm not falling off, but that's just me having my day and that's okay. And tomorrow's a new day. And, um, just knowing like, just keep going forward, baby steps. You got it. Yeah. Don't put too much pressure on it. This is your life. Like eat the things, be healthy. You can do it all. (laughs) You can do it all. I love that. That's a perfect way to end this episode. Um, Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. It gets easier as you go, right? (laughs) Um, So people can connect with Heather on Instagram. She's there as um, at healthy with HAP. So definitely after this, go over there, follow her, send her a DM and say hi. If you have follow-up questions, um, if you're interested in working with her as a trainer or coach, send her all those messages or just send her over a little bit of love. We're all just here to connect and do this journey thing together, right? Um, So we will be back next week with another episode. And uh, thanks again. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well With Stuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. That's it.